I'm at this point now. Welcome to the Not Ascent Podcast. It's been a little while since uh, I've been back to you. Fucking hey Google, are you? Sorry, I'm not sure how to help. You're not even working anymore, hey Google. Hey Google, play James Brown. Sorry, I don't understand. Hey Google, play James Brown. That artist is only available for Google Play Music subscribers. But try this Google Play Music James Brown station. Next song, please. It's killing me, this Google thing. You know, my friend who's a DJ, when he first found the Google machine, he was like, oh, fuck, man, this is awesome. Until you find that it's voice recognition and everyone at a party starts fucking shouting out their tune. You hear a song for like 30 fucking seconds. Currently, my feet are fucking drenched in paint. I'm up in a disclosed location up north. And uh, the paint room is being moved into a pool room. It's actually going to be a legit spot here, so... Two down nine paintings today. Uh, Played a little bit of guitar. You know. But my real beef right now is kind of with these radio DJ guys. I went at them a bit, but... I've been working again. Because I've been broke. And couch surfing, hanging tents, so you need money. And there's that all obvious part where you're probably gonna get ousted from where you're surfing this wave, so you gotta look for the next wave. But couch surfing is another story for another time. But anyways, I'm gonna get, I, I'm up early. I'm working not early, but earlier. God bless to my man, the little king, Lips. He is my homie. And he didn't leave me on the floor, and I used my man, so I love him a lot. But we're fucking listening to the radio. And, you know, like, blowing it in, it's hot, it's gonna rain, some finicky shit. And we go and we have lunch. Take a later lunch. And we get in the car, and it's like one o'clock. This fucking. I don't even want to call him a trust fund baby because, like, his mom didn't even make that much money. He's not much, really that fucking famous. Ben Ennis. Ben Ennis, but he's Marilyn Dennis's son. So he changed his name to Ennis. Bennis. Benis. Like, it's like penis. Like, Bennis. Like, oh, fuck me, man. This guy's just a fucking, just a, another piece of cuck work. And they were talking about um, the pressure of LeBron James's son, or like Austin Rivers, where he's talking about, you know, his dad is, you know, and was a professional basketball player and a coach. So he's so he comes in and he's like, well, you know, like the stress of Marilyn Dennis as my mom, and like, guy, buddy, like. 
he's like, oh, you know, he referred. This is where this, like, Marilyn Dennis, your son's fucking a loser. Um, I'm not going to say that to you because, you know, you've been in Toronto, so I'm not going to call you a loser. I just think your fucking plastic surgeon could have done a better job, but this fucking idiot referred to working two hours a day to being on a chain gang and uh, working fucking cutting grass or some labor. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me, buddy? Like, dude, you're sitting in a chair masturbating between fucking commercials and you're talking about sports or just like and you don't even have to work that long you're not even big like Lisa you know like the guys on the drive like they got a good thing going on there like fucking a shout out to those TSN boys like they murk you they're funny but they're also like kind of like the boys like the guys you'd want to go drinking and play golf with or at least bring up to your cottage, or at least have an undisclosed time that you don't want to say anything with. Dude, you're talking about fucking Fortnite. And I know, like, Austin Matthews plays Fortnite, but those guys play fucking video games because they're making multi-million dollars, and they're in a fucking little circle where they can't go out and get fucking booze and lit up with their friends, or have any social interactions, Or maybe even experience anything on the wildest, tamest side without having people fucking Instagram and Twitter and fucking guys like you say, oh man, like, see what this guy was doing, but I'm on Fortnite, but I love him because he's on Fortnite. Like, fucking, I don't even know what the fuck Fortnite is. When I heard Steven Brunt talking about this shit, I was like, dude, like, you are fishing in the barrel. Like, you might as well go to the fucking free buffet at the next fucking event you do and just stuff your pockets because it's probably what you do and you're just fishing for something. You guys are useless. Ben Ennis or Penis or Penis or whatever the fuck your name is in that afternoon show, you are fucking useless. And please, for the heaven's sake, in the Lord Jesus Christ's name, do not compare your job to any type of labor at all. Like even a fucking guy that sits and watches the dildos that go down a conveyor line just to make sure they're not too sharp does more work than you fucking do, okay? And now there's a great reality you aren't going to hear this. And I don't give a fucking rat's ass if you do or not. It's not for you. I'll fucking send it to your Twitter because you're like, oh, I need Twitter followers. and uh, You know, because, like, you know, maybe I'll make some more money in this media thing, buddy. And you said you had a leg up. Dude, you're talking to the prince of fucking Ward 6. My dad was a politician. I'm a fucking G-class celebrity, all right? But at least I write, perform, do my own things. I know some pretty awesome fucking wicked people and, you know, when I walk into a room, people want to sit and talk to me and I'm going to talk about something because I have levels. Like, you know, I wouldn't even take your job because your job is fucking useless.
And I want to know you're going to be replaced soon. So you might as well um, call up uh, Eugene Levy and see if you can get on fucking Shit's Creek. As the fucking gas attendant kid who hustles his ass off. Who's a hard worker. But he's useless. Because people look at him useless. But he's actually very important. That is the fucking role you should go for. Call up your agent. Get on Shit's Creek. They shoot it near my hometown, so, you know, fuck. I'll come and bring you a coffee. Because I don't think you're the type of guy that would do that when you go to work. So, you're out of my way. Anyways, I just had to fucking take care of this. Because you're... Like, I know I was... I, the last thing I think I was going on radio DJs, I was up early working. Fucking stung to the gillows. Just listening back to myself. And I was going on Brady and Landsberg because they are fucking useless. The most useless. Good luck, kid. You're not as useless as those fucking cussy cucks. I think Brady, like Landsberg, ah, nah, Landsberg, you're mostly useless. And Brady is right fucking up there. You are the two nuts. That are fucking sagging in the Toronto fucking industry as radios as the most useless fucking saggy balls. Please leave. Collect your fucking pension. Whatever the fuck it is. Get your uh, mental distress and go on. And Bruce MacArthur or Scott MacArthur, Bruce MacArthur, I don't even fucking whatever MacArthur. Your pro-line bets. The way I pick a team is... I'll take a look at the home team and if they, how their home record is in the last four and who the pitcher is. Buddy, <laughs> thank you. Uh, that is, uh, I figured that out in fucking grade six when I signed up for Yahoo Fantasy fucking sports. And I drafted Barry Bonds and I traded him for Vladimir Guerrero and Chipper Jones. Guys, okay, so... You need to know, understand that the fucking... Well, you all must understand sports is fucking fixed. Like, so fixed. To a point, it's a bit... It is to the... Now that <laughs> the NBA... Oh, oh well, the NBA is making a progressive stance on... They're, they're really being innovative by doing this gaming. Are you kidding me? They're the first... I'm surprised fucking soccer hasn't done it. It was soccer and fucking basketball that, like blatantly got booked basketball's atrocious I've been a fucking Toronto Raptor fan since 1995 when my little brother was born I fucking went to the first Raptor game and the last Raptor game so the fucking Sky Dome okay the nosebleeds and God bless Andy Cartwright for bringing us there because he was a hockey guy. Like, he ran hockey. He was a hockey man. Like, fucking... A, they call him Rigrats, Puckheads. He was that. And, you know, he still was progressive enough and still had the mindset, you know, of, oh, fuck. White people are fucking... They don't... Come on. Get the fuck out of here. He brought us to a basketball game, and he still knew. And, and I remember, and I was hooked. Fucking the shittiest Raptor team. Damon Stoudemire? I don't even fucking know. But 
Oh, fuck. Great tune. Right now. This is a beauty tune. Just have to stop and listen before I go. So yeah, sports is so fucking fixed. I played basketball for a while. Pretty well. I, I was good. I, you know what? I was a fucking really good ball player. My problem was is I never felt the confidence of what I could have been. There's times I dropped shots, made big. I was a bit, like I could, I stand up when it's time to go down. It's funny, in volleyball, they called me the closer. Because you know what? At the end... And it was almost like, oh, here's the, you know, just give him a chance to come in. Nah, but, like, you know, I came through with some big stuff. And even in basketball, I went on to Carleton University. I fucking I tried out for the team and, like, was offered a spot on the practice squad. But, like, what, to be a tackling dummy? But, no, that was an, just an ego thing. You know, could have, would have, maybe I would stick around her. But thing is, I love sports. Fuck, I love them. As a young kid, I got to have the grace of walking through the Maple Leafs dressing room quite a few times after games because of one of my good friends. His dad was uh, working within the team. And... Uh, you know, and I, and I remember one time, because in the summer, we I used to golf with this guy. And we were driving home. I guess it was like the last two weeks of grade eight, maybe. So we're, or maybe like early May. And we had golf memberships. And we were talking, I was talking about A-Rod when he first got his big contract to why. You know, he doesn't deserve this money. And, you know, and he broke it down to me like you're talking about 500 people in the world who are the best at one thing. It's fucking crazy. Like the the percentage of being that person and doing that is just unbelievable. So yeah, you should be highly paid. I took that in, like, and you know, only at one point there's only that amount. But when you have certain amount of people that are going so high at that threshold of trying to be a professional athlete you find up you get caught in the wills and that's where money and professional gambling comes in and that's why the NBA at this moment I feel is doing this so Sorry about that, I just uh, go back to, I gotta remember we have sponsors here. And I also have a sponsor who's taking care of me to give me a home while I'm surfing. Uh, the bear himself, the king of uh, Mount Albert. You can check him out on the blowy episode or fix and police PC. Fucking funny shit. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, he's coming in uh, real hot this morning. But the difference between creative guy and not, he's, he is a creative man. He's a very creative guy. He's my homie. 
I love him. Saved my fucking life. And uh, he doesn't like when I get talking about the fix. But to go back to the fucking fix, because that's what I'm fucking talking about here. Sports is fixed. You will not leave a business to fucking chance. If you live a bu- leave a business to chance, you're fucking an imbecile. So with the NBA having this betting thing, they've been already doing this like for a long time, especially within college sports. So you find yourself now. Looking at certain situations, like, I can't believe that happened. Well, I played basketball, like I was saying. And there's there's just stuff. If you've played sports, you're like, I can't fucking believe... And this guy's going to pay a million bucks? Like, I would have made that fucking catch. I would have made that shot. I would have made that decision. I would have called that timeout. I would have fucking driven to the basket. J.R. fucking Smith. Calling you the... Like, what the fuck was that? If you... Any... You fucking four-year-olds would know. Come on, buddy. I didn't know. Like, but don't worry. It's all part of the stage for LeBron James to come to the Lakers on the date that he did, which is all written in numerology. But we're going to sell it off because LeBron owns a, a film company. And his son, he doesn't want his son to move because he's good... There's so many ways you could spin a thing. But at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure LeBron James doesn't have any choice of what the fuck he really wants to do when you get to that upper echelon of super mega fucking money. So, calling it out for you guys. This is really interesting. Um, The Lakers are going into their 71st season. They've got 16 titles. LeBron James signed a four-year deal. So, my prediction is that LeBron James will give the Lakers their 17th and 18th championship. So, this year, Lakers are going to come out of the gate because everyone's like, oh, they're not going to be that. They're going to come out of the gate and fucking dust people. I'm predicting that LeBron plays, and I, people are like, oh, you're, it's just because it's numbers and looking at numerology, so I'm either going to go with he's going to play third, he's either going to play, fuck, there's a lot here, but come on, there's 82 games, so you can give me a few here, he's either going to play six games, he's either going to play nine games, 13 games, 23 games, 33 games, or 42 games. Or, or, 71 games. Those are my predictions, and end of the story is, fucking Lakers were sick, and LeBron goes down. I think it's going to be earlier than later. Probably predicting, I think, like, you know, I could throw 17 in there. Play 17 games. Just throw, like, 17 and all. Like, they're sick. Then LeBron goes down. Then they're shit. They fucking don't even make the playoffs. Get drop pick. 
you know, something along those lines. Or if it's later in the season, then, you know, LeBron was... Like, we could even see the Lakers, they were in first. And then because he goes down 71 game mark, he was like... 11 games, and the Lakers lose 11 games in a row. Something stupid like that. And they drop to a lower seed. Maybe it's a real tight West. They just drop out of the playoffs. <laughs> you know, but I, in no manner or form, do I see LeBron James going to the finals. It's done. But I do see when he goes the next two times he's going to win. And it'll be in LA. And it's because of this whole. I'll. I think I'll. 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 I'll break a podcast down for you. I think I'll do a sports one. Some of my numerology predictions and different shit for you guys to listen to. So to get back to the fix, because thank God, stop betting. And I won on the Super Bowl. I stopped on the Super Bowl. I fucking cleared debts and, you know, I was getting in. You know, just making some money. But, I don't have all the answers always. So sometimes I'll be looking at a trend or something and and I'm wrong. And bear well up with that. And I understand that. But that's the thing of playing fire. It's the same with stocks. I'm just looking at trends and different things. And the things that I look at for betting is not what your fucking dad or your sister's fucking boyfriend. They are going to listen to TV. They're going to listen to status quo. They're going to listen to every fucking thing that's going to tell you that... You know, why these guys... Like, they're going to take the favorites. Most times. Because they're going to be like, oh, that's just doesn't make common sense. Well, fuck, dude. You're watching a circus. You're betting on a fucking circus. That really doesn't make common sense. I really thought that golf was the only unfixed sport. But I'm starting to think that that could be persuaded as well. For the only fact of the matter is, is that I'm not on the course the whole time, so I don't fucking know, I don't know what's going on, I only see what the TV gives me, I don't know what's going on the scorecard, like, shoot a bunch, uh, that one's really down the rabbit hole, and I still believe in all the heavens above that golf is still good, but... Anything that there's money and there's a business and there's people making millions of dollars, what are the owners making? There's so much fucking money. And how easily is it to persuade something from behind the scenes? So, um, I think it's just really, uh, you know what? People are free to live their own life. But often I, I kind of get judged for having podcasts, being an artist, Making music, doing whateverness that I feel that is out myself, and I'm often fucking put down by guys who are just die-hard fucking sports fans. You know, when I was a young kid, I used to run the mini stick league. They used to call me the fucking commissioner. 
I used to have make up the teams and fucking bring all the sticks and that recess, like, trust me, no one ever wanted to be a fucking athlete more than me, so I'm not like, oh, this rosé is fucking terrible, almost tastes like the poison that was dropped off by somebody, but anyways, I fucking, you know, love the ye old sport game. But, I see these guys and your whole life is fucking, like, come on, you gotta get something else, you gotta get something else in your life. If it is just a regurgitation of sports, you're not intelligent, you don't look fucking cool, I don't care that you know every fucking defense and fucking this and that. You know, that was cool when you were like fucking 10 or 15 years old. So, bananas, like... You know, fucking Fortnite all day, buddy. Like, I honestly think there's probably something greater within you that you haven't even discovered, but you just think you have to do that because it's the easy way. Or you're a fucking alien just like your mom, and you guys got to be here to fucking fuck our brains up and shit. I don't know. Nor do I care. (laughs) I'll, uh... I'll see you at some fucking party. I actually wouldn't even fucking even know who you even look like. Nor do I even care what to know even what you look like. But I do know one thing. If you do listen to this and you do hear my voice and you do see me around because I am a rising ascendant. I'm the prince of fucking Ward 6. I'm somewhat of a big deal. Probably bigger than you. And I guarantee... That when I walk into a room or you walk into a room, I fucking smash you. But you will hear my voice and you'll be like, ah, fuck, there's that guy. And then if you have any sort of fucking testosterone, any, like, you know, Fortnite survival, like, you come and talk to me like a man and I'll talk to you. And maybe if I talked to you, I'd find out you maybe you're an okay guy and I would, I'd apologize about my thing, but I was not really happy when I'm sitting in the car with a guy who's been busting his fucking nuts for 30 fucking years and you're saying because you got to get up at work for 1 p.m. and do two hours that's like working on a chain gang or like working cutting grass all day as a laborer and how mentally strained dude like fuck it even if you were trying to be funny you weren't fucking funny like you should get fucking fired because i would fire you instantly be fucking somewhat a little bit humble and then to even after that i didn't even fucking know you're marilyn dennis's son Because who fucking cares, Mr. Ben Ennis? Bennis. I keep wanting to call in and call you penis or penis. Or B-E-N-S. Bennis. Like. Holy fuck's sakes, dude. Get a fucking grip. And this is why I love podcasts. Because you can't do this on your show. You can't swear. I can't call people out. You can't give an opinion. You're probably fucking living in... A condo in Liberty Village off money that's given to you from your mom and stuff just to help you out because, you know, you've done so much stuff just to grind it in the industry and you're 
just making your 20k a year and I don't want even to put you down dude that 20k a year is more than fucking what I'm making but nor here nor there I'm just standing up for the little guy that you fucking just absolutely literally like your show sucks I actually it's so bad and that other fucking idiot that you have on with you he is I don't know at least he knows how lost he is he like knows that he is a fucking loser but you haven't figured that out yet so I'm gonna get stoned right now just for a second These are the guys you listen to while you're at work, ladies and gentlemen, in the greater Toronto area. But I need to fucking start understanding that there's more in this world than Stovall, than Toronto, than Canada. So people, if you're listening from other countries, God bless you. God bless your heart and soul. Uh, Welcome to Canadian culture. This is the real thing. It's um, heartfelt. Creative, spontaneous, little bit of crazy, but very, very homegrown in our roots and very loving and kind to our next person. And I give a big, big reason to that is because of the native culture that, you know, it's not present here, but they were here. So you can feel the vibe, like, you can feel that vibe. And when we catch on that vibe, Whatever it is, this beautiful country, instead of that criminal, politician kind of way. But it's probably all the same in your countries as well. I'm complaining a lot, and we probably have it way better than anywhere. And I know that. I'm just really going after some of these guys that I hear on these... I have no other choice. I have a car. I have to turn on the radio. And I love to indulge into music. But I can only get so much. And then pop music, I listen to it because I am a songwriter and I'm a pop artist and I'm gonna be there with them. So I gotta know what lane I'm running in. But as a musician, I get kind of music overload. So I really, really love talk radio, I love podcasts. I grew up listening to Howard Stern and then when he switched over to satellite radio and I couldn't get into my mom's car, I was over Dean Blundell and Todd Shapiro. And it was like those motherfuckers, like I'm going to say those three, like got me through fucking days of, you know, just shittiness of work and different stuff and bringing a laugh. And then... Uh, my favorite guy on radio who's ever existed, who ever fucking picked up a mic, is Gary Bell, the Spaceman, AM 640, Saturday nights. He's the best. The best. The best. And he kept me good and going through late, late nights of all different types. Sometimes just like, Cuddling up to the uh, radio or my computer. 
stone fucking sober. Other times, blunted out of my mind, popped out of my mind, high drunk, sneaking away from parties. Just to hear the opinion of someone who is giving some truth. So, if you, Ben Ennis, fucking Michael Landsberg, Wayne Brady, Bruce MacArthur, Scott MacArthur, sorry, fucking, you guys listen to this? Even the TSN guys, where I was like bigging up, like, I'm not putting you down, because you guys do a great show. Uh, Can't even think of your fucking name. You remind me of the guy who is... Kind of like the third line player on you host the drive. Fuck. Third line hockey guy. Not really that good. You're just like me. You're a character guy. Funny. Observant. You got O Dog and Noodles on there. Um, which is. <laughs> Jamie McLennan was so useless as a goaltender. He's so fucking bad. <laughs> He's terrible, but he's an amazing radio host. Probably one of the best that I've heard. And I just hope he continues on in that. And uh, O-Dog, like no one can be Don Cherry, but he's definitely making his own thing there. And the other shout out I have to give, I'm talking fucking Canada sports fucking radio, but... You had Gord Miller on there. That fucking guy I thought was a fucking stiff, wet blanket. He is actually... Uh, he has a lot of levels to him. So he's, he's really good on that radio show. I think when people start to open up and you don't see them play that face that they have to play and you hear them through. It gives better entertainment. And it allows the fans and us to feel a little bit more... Like, we kind of know these guys because they're not just putting on an act. Because sports is fucking fixed. Like, it is an act. Because they're fucking watching WWE. Like, fucking, oh, UFC, man. Like, when they had Brock Lesnar coming, he's Canadian. So I got to, like, have his back, I guess. But I don't know. I'm not sure on that. Well, I, I am. He's just... We'll just leave that for another time, but... Oh my god, it's just killing me. And then and then I know all you sports guys, if you fucking say what I'm saying, you're going to lose your fucking job and I don't blame you. If this is all like fuck, man, you put your whole life to it. This is where I differ for all you others cuz I've lost it all. Many plethora of fucking times. I've been sued for 7.5 million dollars before the age of 30. All right, so and I continue to keep riding on. That's why James Brown's on. He is the god, the boss. And certain people are like, oh, what James Brown? Like, he is a fucking lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a moment, listen to the god. Feeling you got 
And I, well, my uh, theme, I guess, has been radio, <coughs> especially Canadian. Shout out to Sherry Ford. And uh, she's with some girl, Ashley. I'm sorry if I don't. But you two together are fucking badass. And I think Sherry Ford was Sherry Hargraves before. I'm Ryan Hargrave. No S. I fucking hated when people sent the S. You can have the S, but you're, you know, keep, you're doing a great job. Especially talking about the CFL, all right? A league that is not often talked about. And let's be honest, the football level is just amazing. My dad is the biggest CFL fan you will ever meet in your life. In your life, hands down. And God bless him, and I love my father so much, and... He, you know, because he grew up watching the Argos when they were good. He grew up watching the CFL when they were good. He played football. He played for St. Andrews. He was the captain of his team. He was cornerback. You know, so I I just, we, we need to find some kind of blood to go into the CFL. And then we have Johnny Manziel. And people really been hating on him. And, you know, next thing's coming T.O. T.O. to T.O. is my prediction. Now I'm back on sports being fixed. It's fucking fixed. Oh, man. Like, even Manziel's first game is against Hamilton. The team that drafted him. It's like... But it goes way deeper than even that. However... I like the entertainment part of it, so that's why I like sports, because it distracts me, because of the way my brain works. But I have to shout out to let you guys know, like, oh my God, please. Um, don't devote so much time and energy. Don't fucking lose your family, your f- friends, your passion, your sanity for professional sports, please. And to the DJs and radio hosts I called out before. And the ones I said that are doing well, like, if you can just hear from me on the truth, is like, start telling the truth, please. But you'll lose your job. But I'll always hire you. <laughs> Come fucking build a deck or a fence, lay some stone, siding. Or you can come on the Not Ascent podcast, sell art, sell our music, you know. There's a bunch of things that probably won't pan out that you can have a job and I will hire you in a heartbeat if you start telling the truth. Well, on that note, I'm going to slide on, slug slide together. Have a great long weekend. Back plugged in, so you're going to be getting a lot more podcasts. And if you don't believe, try believing. Put a little faith. Wealth and abundance is your divine right. 
And everybody's allowed to have theirs. And in that time, everyone's allowed to speak the truth. Anything that I hurt anyone's feelings, it wasn't that way. And to the people I called out, if you actually do listen, I hope it makes you a better person. We will tell you later. Not a cent. Dougie Fresh, out.